0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Topic Under. Here from the Top Ten Show, I am John Rocha. And
1: I am Matt Nost. This is a show we do each and every week for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top ten with the number ten. They send in whatever they'd like us to talk about, questions, topics, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. and we answer. We don't read them in advance. We just they come to us, and we uh, we do our best to give you a satisfying response, I guess on some level. They come to us, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it your turn to start
0: this time? I uh, don't remember. Uh, sure. I uh, don't remember, but all right. Okay. Uh, this one comes from Lawrence Witt. It says, hi, guys. Hope you're both doing well. Thanks, as always, for the great content. Well, you're welcome, Lawrence. Uh, I finally got around to reading your ready. Oh, sorry. I finally got around to reading... Ready Player One, and in that book, the main character enters a fully realized simulation of war games, in which he needs to complete a run-through of the film taking a character's place and completing their lives. If this technology was available, what movie and character would you want to jump in and experience? For me, it would be Mikey in the Goonies, uh, which he spells Goodies, but I'm sure he meant Goonies. Yeah, I think so, Um, I've
1: never heard of the Goodies. (laughs) Either
0: of Matt Nose, this one falls to you. What movie, what character's uh, journey would you want to jump into if you
1: could? Well, it says which one would you want to jump in and experience? Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, how do you not choose some sort of superhero? Okay. Just see what that ability is kind of like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be sure. thor and you can summon lightning and pretty much fly and whatever else or captain marvel
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh that'd be that'd be pretty fucking sweet I but mean, they've all got like pretty it. messed
0: up stories you know you got thor constantly battling his dad his brother's always uh treasoning him or traitoring him and then you've got a sister that's crazy you keep going in and out of this relationship The Avengers are cool, but they're so dysfunctional. Then you put on a crap ton of weight out of depression. But
1: but that's every character that's been around long enough on film. I mean, what do you got? Who do you have that doesn't have Neo? I would go with Neo in the Matrix. I I thought about that, too.
0: Yeah. Um, Just just to explore the idea of the simulation world versus the actual world, which a lot of people, uh, you know, kind of have fun thinking is possible or thinking is real yeah i thought that w- i think that would be awesome to be able to do that
1: uh i thought about that was the first thing mm. that came to my mind but then i was like oh, i don't know because then the simulation like what is real and isn't yeah and but in this in our perceived world wow well, wouldn't it be sweet to fly like superman be pretty true
0: sweet. yeah true
1: true uh but you was hiding your
0: identity it was worried if someone's going to find out the truth about you
1: yeah but- neo's constantly being you know yeah, uh, killed. Yeah, uh, escaping that at all times by overwhelming yeah. odds. Uh, you know, more often than not. So that's yeah. that's not fun. I got a ride or
0: die though, man. I got Trinity in those
1: in those black leather sure. pants. rolling sure, her, man. Yeah. Um, She's a badass. Is there just like a regular <sighs> average yeah, character as opposed a- to some <laughs> fantastical one? <laughs> Ah, good question. Hmm. You know, it'd be kind of cool to be Kevin Costner, to know that the, the voices weren't fake, and you built this cornfield, <laughs> and then you end up having this incredible experience that is true. singular.
0: True, true.
1: Is there a sequel to that book? I wonder if there's... A, I, I feel
0: like there should be, like, the daughter, like, 20 years from now or 30 years from now. Like, what's her story? I would love to explore that as a way of kind of revisiting that field of dreams. You know, maybe she's lost her way. Yeah. Maybe she's kind of gone off on the other end.
1: Yeah. Who knows? I don't
0: know. Or been more inspired. Now she's like a, a general manager of a ball club. Could be really interesting. I'm just saying, throwing it out there.
1: Yeah. Cost, cost into Billy her. bean.
0: Yeah. She turns into Billy Bean. That's right. That'd be good. Um, Is there anyone else? Uh, I mean, what a... Go ahead. What about Harry from when Harry met Sally? I mean, you end up with her at the end. You've satisfied half of the women in New York. You're a writer. You're successful at what you do. And then you end up with this pretty much soulmate for the rest of your life in a pretty awesome story. I think that'd be cool.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think I'd rather do City Slickers if I'm going to pick Billy Crystal. Really? Okay. Because being out, roping cattle, that's fun. uh, I've never done that. I've never come anywhere near that. Fair, fair. Uh, So that's more of an experience that I haven't, you know, gone through. Right. So I, I think I'm gravitating towards those types of movies. I think you're the missing the
0: big one where you could be Woody Harrelson in White Men Can't Jump or
1: sure. what's his face in Hoosiers? Chitwood. What, Jimmy Chitwood. Jimmy, Jimmy Chitwood. Yeah. Why not? Who doesn't want to shoot 90% or something ridiculous? Somebody compiled the stats from that movie. Oh, yeah. and His shooting percentage is bonkers. I mean, he is the greatest. Steph Curry, shove it up your keister, buddy, because Jimmy Chitwood is the greatest shooter in the history of man.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're only seeing the clips they show you in the I, movie. You're you have to go off of what I've
1: seen, and you compile those stat lines, his effective field goal percentage, uh, especially for that time. That guy is lights out. He's the true. greatest player of all time. But for as good as he was, the games were always
0: close, so he couldn't have been that good. Well, you know, he's, really
1: he's LeBron in Cleveland early on, carrying yeah. a bunch of guys true. where Mo Williams is your best running mate. You're know, like, <laughs> mm, this team is dicey. Mo Williams, yikes. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> just, it's a, a testament to how good fucking Jimmy Chitwood really is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. one guy has to revert to granny shots, and even his own fans are clowning him. I mean, that's, that's true. That's true. That's... <laughs> It's not the best situation. That doesn't have championship written all over it. You know, <laughs> this seems like a Browns winning tradition as opposed to a Patriots. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, is there another basketball? I mean, how weird would it be to be Shaq if you're like in blue chips? But that's doesn't have yeah. the best of stories. But just to be Shaq yeah. in general.
0: True, true, true. That guy he hawks everything. I don't oh, know. No. If, I don't know if he does any work to get before he comes on the set. I really think he's just a guy that goes. I know basketball, bro. I just walk out, and watch, and then I'll give my opinions. No big deal. Yeah, and and, sure he and he's out there hawking toner and the general uh,
1: car insurance. General called the the Pizza the Hut or whatever, or Papa John's. Appointment, the icy hot. Yeah, that stuff. Right. You now, yeah. Now he's doing the Domino's pizza. Yeah, so Domino's, the dumbest it, yeah. fucking commercial I watched. <laughs> it. It's me. It's Shaq. And the one guy's like, "Yeah, I knew the whole time." But at the same time, it's like, did, did they all find this funny? I don't know, man. was there, was there a group discussion? Be like, that's a good joke. It's really not. But what's the what's the I would love to
0: know what the numbers are that prove to these ad executives that Shaq actually equates to increased shares or increased buy volume of your product. Uh, I wonder what what would be the answer to that. I'm I'm, sure there are a couple of executives who listen to us who could answer that, Matt.
1: There's definitely metrics they use. I mean, we know about the Q score. Right. I'm sure they have internals that they use yeah. to gauge how a product that there's no way they don't.
0: Right. Right.
1: So right. there's an analyst out there can easily answer that question for you. I just, I, I don't know outside of Q rating.
0: I'm just shocked that Shaq still can command that kind of thing. You know, I don't know. I just, because Dwayne Wade, who you could argue is way more accomplished. Well, not, I guess way, not way more accomplished, but certainly played more seasons in shape than Shaq. You could argue should have done, you know, could, yeah. you know, could be a better spokesperson for stuff, but there's something about the, um, affability.
1: Sure. Yeah. He's got a likability and he yeah. also has been in like, you know, Sandler movies and whatnot. Oh, so that's right. Yeah. So he's got a little bit of the, this guy can do comedy and yeah, he's got yeah. his jacked in a fool. So it's like a signature segment that people sometimes see, even if they don't watch any basketball whatsoever. True.
0: Uncle Drew, and, he was an uncle Drew.
1: Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You know, okay. it's just, it's Good. been a lovable. Think about it. What other NBA star went off and did movies while their career was on its yeah, ascension?
0: No. no, nobody.
1: Yeah. Nobody. I mean, I mean, Jordan did it after yeah, he Did, but he did one dude. He did one. I like, know. Shaq, Shaq was, like, was doing like,
0: cause Hollywood steel.
1: He was yeah. like, this guy's magnetic. He's a lot of fun. Right. Let's, let's get him in there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's why Shaq works so much. Like LeBron, LeBron won
0: one film, and oh well, I guess Trainwreck two, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, and those commercials where he's dancing, like what if, what if type of he didn't uh, type of thing, or he becomes the I don't know, it was strange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but that doesn't count, obviously, his movie or whatnot. But yeah, he hawks a lot of stuff. What about turning the question around? What if what what
0: would be the worst? character because you have to make it to the end of the movie so it's easy to cop out and say someone was killed early on but like what would be the worst character that you if you were thrown in woke up one day and you're in a movie simulation when you wake up what would be the worst movie to wake up
1: and be in as i would say um ed norton and rounders worm that that's your worm constantly scamming like you've got the intelligence but yet you just want the quick buck yeah and it's you're always scraping by type of just hustling for no fucking reason when you can easily yeah. stop taking chances when you don't need to just reckless behavior but you can't stop yourself because clearly that's a bit of an yeah. addiction it's a yeah. compulsion a uh, compulsion yeah. compulsion yeah um yeah but th- I wouldn't enjoy you know that entire arc going through that storyline, the amount of tension and stress that he puts himself through and it's all oh, self-inflicted yeah. yeah uh yeah no thanks that oh,
0: dude that's. The first scene thing. After- After the cops thing, when they kicked the shit out of him in the parking Mm -hmm. lot. Oh, my God, man.
1: Should have been scamming at the game,
0: man. (laughs) Don't scam cops or police, man. Don't do that, dude. Woof. Uh, Um, You got Yeah, I think mine would probably be Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. I I don't think I'd like to be Colonel Willard going through all the madness. Yes, does he end up coming out of it? But there's no way that dude is not damaged for the rest of his fucking life after that experience, you know? I mean. Fuck that shit is so insane! That Apocalypse Now movie, so all the stuff he goes through and he has to fucking behead a dude, you know, and it's just like whoa. So I just don't think this is—it's a, a terrible experience. Terrible experience, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot of those, but if, oh yeah, I like yours uh, in that it's what you brought up earlier. He doesn't die early on. It's mm-hmm. not um, mm-hmm. like he's got to go through a lot of torment.
0: What about Apocalypto? Would you want to be the guy who's, like, being chased the whole time?
1: I don't know. I want to be anybody in that movie. <laughs> Nobody's life looks all that great. <laughs> Maybe the Conquistadors who arrived, but not anybody else. I, they just spent how long on a ship? Oh, good point. Yeah. With never rats not. and carrying disease and all that stuff? No. I, right, right. Good that point. That kid might have the best life of all those people. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I want to do any of that, Jazz. No shit. No shit. Um, all right. Well, what's our next one, man? Uh, well, thank you for the question, Lawrence. Yes. Thank you, Lawrence. And we are moving on. This comes from Tim Williams. Oh, yes. It says, G'day, blokes. Hope things are great on your end. Fellas, my question this week is what are some movies you went to see at the cinema, uh, then walked out during the movie? Also, for what reason? Was it just bad, boring, too long, offensive? I can give you a movie I walked out on that ticked all the boxes. Independence day two. Mm. I wasn't expecting to be mind pardon me. I wasn't expecting it to be mind-blowing, but good God was that movie a shithouse. Anyway, thanks, blokes, for a good one. Huru. Huru, yeah. Huru? Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Timothy R. Williams. What is Huru? That's just something the uh, the Aussies say down there. It's kind of I've a chant. Who, wow, really? I have yeah. never heard that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Tim's an avid listener to our to the stereo show I do with uh, Lady Outlaw on the weekends, and um, he leaves messages all the time. Really fun guy. He said uh, Matt Nost's Australian accent broke his ears when you did it. I'm
1: sure. Time. I don't practice that
0: <laughs> shit. Let's hear your American. Yeah. Oh, his American is terrible. i He's I'm, done his American. you've heard range. it? Oh, yeah, he's done it because I've yeah. made fun of his Australian accent throughout the show and his sometimes he puts his buddies on there to leave messages and i make fun of their accents because i'm not a fan of the overt australian accent it drives me insane okay i like the more subtle like the softer australian accent
1: but that kind of like yeah oh yeah oh yeah all that kind of like fucking shit drives me insane so you like the posh australian but not the common blue collar Mm. vernacular I, I,
0: I love how you try to twist the narrative to make me a villain I'm not here, twisting I'm the narrative. It sounds saying, like you I, I like never Nicole said posh, Kidman. I never said. It sounds like, yeah, well, I'm just saying. I in like Nicole Kidman. Yes. Man, it's subtle. But that's it's the Australian
1: You like, it's very soft. Yeah. The Hugh Jackman's Australian
0: accent. It's soft. It's very soft. Posh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about posh. I don't know where these people came from. I don't know if they're posh, but it's um. softer Whereas, kind of like the more, hey, yeah, watch it down there, mate?
1: Like, that, I just, I'm gonna
0: bash my head in a wall, man. It just drives me insane. Well, it's
1: just different dialects. We have numerous of them.
0: Oh, sure, of course, of course. Of course. You
1: know, across the U.S. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's amazing how many slight variations there are in such a close proximity to one another. Because, like, Baltimore is different from New York, which is different from Jersey, which is different from Pittsburgh, different which is from different Philly. From yeah, Philly, which is yeah. different from New England. She's like, dude, you guys all grew up an hour, two yeah. hours mm-hmm. from all of you. How do you come up with this many variations? Literally on the same landmass. Literally yeah. on the same landmass. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's,
0: it's bananas. Same thing uh, down in the south, right? Georgia and even southern Georgia versus northern Georgia. And then Carolina, Kentucky, Bama, Tennessee, all different variations on a southern accent
1: so interesting um well i mean some of them are you know uh you go down to like louisiana or down to the the, that area oh the cage you're gonna have creole and cajun influences and whatnot so that's gonna change it. i think it's a yeah i guess they're about the same close proximity as all the different like uh northeast ones Yeah. Uh, yeah they're all kind of the same just variations on little now we say it like this here uh you know baltimore for baltimore yeah yeah it's baltimore Okay. Uh <laughs> but I was reading I was reading oh sorry, go
0: ahead. Go ahead sorry. No, go ahead. You were reading what? I was reading a um article on The Wire cuz it bring up Baltimore and um David Simon because uh she started listening to uh The Wire podcast with Jamal Hill and Lavon Who started listening? Uh my 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 girlfriend. Okay. Um because she's in. you know obviously we have told you she's massively into The Wire but like she was mentioned that. So I started looking up some stuff with David. So I hadn't thought about it a bit. So I started looking up and I saw some, I read an article that said David Simon had pitched a spinoff of the wire called the hall where it would follow Carcetti, the politician mm-hmm. and his uh administration as they navigated through Baltimore. And this was, he pitched this just when like the ratings were starting to decline for the wire. And he and uh I remember the H- and it says in the article, the HBO exec said, uh yeah, no, we're not doing that. There's no way that people want to watch two shows from the city of Baltimore. Uh, nobody wants to watch that. And I was like, holy shit, because they got 75 shows from Chicago, Chicago Med, Chicago Fireplace, Chicago, whatever. Yeah. But well, like I, Baltimore, you can't have two shows. God forbid.
1: I think that's just a weird way of saying it's not doing, we love the show, but it doesn't do numbers. Yeah. So yeah. we need to move on as much as we may like that idea. It's like a loss, you know, the investment is not returning as great a dividend as these other shows. So we got to move on, potentially find another big hit. Uh, Cause it didn't really catch fire until it was off air. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, it started out 4 million viewers, an episode in the first season or so. And then okay. they just do- dropped to like 1 million an episode by the end of
1: the well season two yeah it takes a right turn that's what you don't expect yeah yeah
0: yeah i think that's what killed the show in the long run could be that thing kind of cut the viewers in half like wait a minute you made me care about these characters now you're completely doing but for those of us who love the show we think that's awesome
1: so when you look at it in in its totality i don't know had i experienced Mm. it in real time how I would have felt about it as i'm watching it as yeah. opposed to, well, I finished season two, which I loved. A lot of people slam yeah. it because it is a detour. Like, I, it shows you that the crime is per, pervasive. So, going into the politics later, that makes just as much sense. Right, right. Like the different crimes, like when Omar is on the stand and the, oh. he's getting uh, drilled about something, he tells the uh, the lawyer, the lawyer is like, "That's what you are. You're just a criminal. You're this. You're a guy mm-hmm. that robs other criminals, type of thing." And he's like, "It's what you are. Like, we're mm-hmm. the same here." you're yeah. getting paid on your end I get paid on my end we make the system go yeah you're like, yeah on some <laughs> level he's not wrong that's right yeah exactly uh and then going into the politics yes because there's the b- bribes and influence oh, and yeah getting certain totally. things through and not and the navigation of having to deal with all these different things uh yeah it would have been yeah. great I would have loved that but I don't know why they got to slam Baltimore to get out of making it they're t- <laughs> It seems like there's easier ways than to just flip off of an entire city. Well, you know, New York executives. What do you expect, man? What do you expect? Uh the New York elite, man. The elite. Their ivory towers. Fuck Baltimore, man. Fuck them.
0: Uh, um all right, so yeah, Matt, have you back to the Timothy's question? Yes. What are some movies you went to see at the cinemas
1: uh then walked out of during the movie and why? Um Damn it, now I can't remember. I'm getting to that age. I either walked out of Island of Dr. Moreau or 8mm.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I hated both, though. Those are the two worst movie-going experiences I've ever had. Mm. Um, Because now I'm, if I saw the trailer for either of those, I don't know if it entices me enough, although with the AMC pass, maybe I do. But yeah, uh, it's much harder, whereas then, just like I'd see a trailer or two and be like, hey, I like Val Kilmer you know this looks interesting oh it's a island doctor oh okay it's by Ooh. um so i you know in remake oh fucking christ did i hate both of those movies yes you got to watch that val documentary
0: on amazon oh i have oh you have. have okay or hulu rather i, I have think hulu.
1: Yeah, yeah i i, I don't that, know if we talked about it. i think we yeah. did but yeah, you know, according to him, he was a good dude on that set. I was just, he was good. I people. just wanted what was best for the. For the yeah, movie. I'm out here, you know, me and the only other actor I can get to be on camera with me because there's I don't have, I I don't have truck <sighs> with anybody else. Yeah, yeah. So it's the English actor da, uh, Is it David Nevin, David Thewlis, David Thewlis, David Thewlis. Yeah. Uh <laughs> just the two of them, and it's foul like, dude. I'm I'm pretty cool, right? And he's like, yeah, no, you're cool. You're cool. It's the essence of what they're saying. Right. It's a two, three scenes. That was a nice spin. Yeah. Those scenes passed. And I told Catherine, I was like, okay, so the real story behind Island, Dr. Moreau is this. And he's just sold you. What seems to me like mm, a variation on the truth bordering on. This might be a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Or a complete fabrication. (laughs) Because no other account that I have ever seen says that thing was uh, anything other than hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was a good spin. Yeah. When they post that um, audio, Frankenheimer
0: going crazy. I'm like, yeah, because I would too. I would too if I was dealing with this nonsense all the time. And oh, not stop. I was being brought in to just finish this fucking movie because the other guy took off. Um, and I interviewed him, Richard Stanley, uh, when he um was doing Color Out of Space, and I asked him about the thing because they did that documentary about him which is fucking awesome to watch mm-hmm. but yeah he talked about it he went off into the fucking woods and became one of the extras on the set afterwards and they didn't even know he was an extra and he was just there on the set with the makeup on the
1: whole time so interesting it's crazy I mean, so that just adds to the beautiful array of crazy <laughs> that came off of that set
0: yeah agree agreed
1: um if uh, you walked out of a movie
0: i can't oh yeah It's in the single digits, but I have, and I tell you what, I would have walked out of more while I was at Collider
1: if I didn't have to review the movie for. Well, yeah, that's a, I think a horse of a different color on some level.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that I didn't really understand when I got into the job is how many, this job that I still have now, how many movies that That you're going to watch. watch, Yeah, it's it's insane. Like this weekend, I've got to watch like four movies to do reviews for them, but like. When you have to watch a bad movie, it is uh oh, fucking f- rough, dude.
1: I can't imagine like knowing going into it this is dog yeah. shit. Yeah. Everybody that I may have talked to already has said it's dog shit. Yeah. And and they have the audacity to make it 200 or 2 hours and 10 minutes. Yeah. Great. I, yeah. I don't mind it when it's 90 and be like it sucks and be like it's 90 minutes. Yeah, it's you can fun.
0: power through 90. It's yeah, to across the 2 hour mark, you are like what the
1: fuck. Anywhere, yeah, getting close to 2 hours to yeah. in excess of that and like it sucks and be like I don't want to watch this in the slightest. Fuck.
0: Yeah. Uh, the first movie I walked out of was Turner and Hooch.
1: I just absolutely hated them. Oh, I liked that as a kid. I, I didn't, didn't like it as much as K-9.
0: K-9 I like. I enjoyed K-9. Yeah. I was a Turner, Turner and Hooch was like, yeah, I, I just walked out. I remember that was a thing I'd never done before. I was an hour into the movie and I was like, I'm just bored. I was there with my best friend and we were like, do you want to go? And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's get out of here. And There's we just didn't no like No greater it. feeling yeah
1: to know when that you're someone like, else is this you sucks right and they're like oh thank god you said something <laughs> like aha this is why we're friends let's fucking leave let's <laughs> bamboos let's
0: go oh i just don't get why people like that movie it's so fucking molly uh what do you call maudlin it's so fucking model um and then batman and robin which i've still never finished and never will finish i don't think um, uh, after, after the motorcycle scene with Alicia Silverstone, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" So I, I just, I walked out. It's so stupid, man.
1: Yeah, so stupid. yeah. I mean, Oof. I would say see it just to see it in all its awful glory. Maybe I'll I do don't a, like the movie, but it's yeah. It is amazing how many just brutal choices were made. Incredible. Now, after, (laughs) plus, we've had the Dark Knight trilogy to compare, and now we have the new Batman coming out. And it's just like, look what you did with the character versus (laughs) what others did. It's pretty, it's amazing. Yeah. And I love the behind the scenes of that when people you know, actors would be like, well, what's my f- motivation? And, uh, Schumacher would just be like, it's a comic book movie. <laughs> <laughs> who who cares? Like, who cares? Literally, that was his to Any check. question of why, what is the artistic endeavor here? Like, it's mm. a fucking. He hate, like, hey, got condescended to the, the art oh, yeah. form. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's yeah. Why take the job? And then you see the choices and he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Arnold, go full Batman TV show villain. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it's, my, it's pretty Everybody great. Chill. Um you never- know, I will say Arnold is great in it. Oh he, yeah. He does precisely what he's asked to do. Right, exactly. Super uh, cheesy. Yes. Yeah. Um
0: I remember I used to, you know, back in my poor days in the 90s, I used to sneak into theaters and would go to the multiplexes and see movie after movie after movie. I remember one day I walked out of three movies um, Jesus. in a day because I thought, I'll give him a chance. Yeah. Bulletproof, the Adam Sandler, Damon Wayans movie. Okay. Fuck, it was horrific. All right. And uh, I remember at the time I had the newspaper, right? we didn't have Google at the time. You didn't have fucking internet at the time on your phone and shit. So I had the newspaper, so I'd have, like, the time. So I was mm-hmm. timing these screenings. So I was like, well, I'll go to a later one. And I was like, nah, fuck this. The other one is starting. I'm going to go in that. And then I went to see Maximum Risk, the Jean-Claude Van Damme film with Natasha Henstridge.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. oh man. Legitimately worth walking out of, sure.
0: <laughs> that was so fucking bad, dude. Um, and I, I, gee, I can't remember the third movie I went into. Oh, Ronan! It was Ronan, I think. I think. And then I walked out of Ronan. I came back later. Yeah, I like Ronan. Watched it. It's not bad, right? I, I yeah. don't know. I, I think it was just burned by those first two films that I was. My patience was like almost at empty, so that when it, it just got to be a little kind of cheesy, I was like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." I think that was the third movie. But three movies walked into, walked out of in the same day. Well, when you're
1: not paying, <sighs> though, it's a different animal. Of course, it's a lot easier. To walk. Yeah, it is. You have, you've put no stakes in the game. Yeah, yeah. And according to Bulletproof's box office, had you paid, (laughs) you'd have been five percent of the gross that weekend. That's how few people saw that fucking movie. You know what's weird? I don't know if I've ever seen a Jean Claude in a theater. Really? I don't believe so. Shit, I
0: saw every single one of his in a theater until the Quest. The Quest was the last one. Like once I saw the Quest, I'm like, I'm never going back again to watch a Jean
1: Claude. Yeah, I found him on. Showtime or Cinemax cuz he mm. never made his movies never made it to HBO. Right, right. So it was always another channel not named HBO.
0: It's probably cuz they're set in, ba- in Baltimore. They're all set in
1: Baltimore. Baltimore. Uh but I saw them on cable then they, they <laughs> he existed. He was a, the greatest cable star to be oh, for yeah. a stretch where he's just like, "Oh, he's got another banger." Oh man. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh what is it? Double Identity with him and his twin brother. Double Impact. Double, Double, Double Impact. impact. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh Blood Sports. Yes. He's never the biggest kickboxer fan, but I like it. Huh? It's just when you got blood sports, like man, you got blood sport. Uh but all of those, every single one of those, Time Cop. Oh, Time Cop was good. Time cop, I think, is his Time best. Excellent. one. excellent. That's his best one. Yeah, blood sport. Come on. What what oh, do you want to watch Jean Claude Van Damme do? Come on. You, you want to see him fight? That's the whole fucking point. And maybe dance too. And maybe dance. Oh, yeah. I do like do the oh, it's the cheesiest. <laughs> For a guy as flexible, limber, and oh. athletic as you are, this is pretty terrible. Have
0: you seen him do that on talk shows? It is hilarious when he redoes the film or the uh dance. It is hilarious, man. Does
1: he go into the splits?
0: No, he does not do the splits, but he does the whole like thing that he does. It's so terrible. Oh my God. So I'm I'm, I'm looking up what else. So Bulletproof came out in ninety six. Okay. What month? September. So it was September of 96 that I was sneaking into these fucking movies. And I'm
1: now 96. Nice. To... So Ronan was well before then. Yeah. So
0: it wasn't Ronan. Yeah. Bulletproof Maximum Risk that was okay. showing at the time. What was the other one that I didn't know? Oh, well, it is what it is. It is. Oh, Last Man Standing. That's right. That was the Bruce Willis remake. The Bruce Willis. Oh. Horrific, horrific, horrific. That movie, and I thought it was gonna be great. Something like it's Walter Hill who did 48 Hours and Warriors, Christopher Walken, it's a remake of uh Yojimbo, uh, yeah. and was it for a few dollars more? And I was like, oh, let's do this, or Fistful of Dollars. And I was like, let's do this, this is gonna be good. And then
1: poof, I've never dog seen shit. that thing all the way through dog right. shit, bud. Dog well, shit. well, I was. I wouldn't. Ex- eh, I guess I was close to the right age. I think it was like sixteen at that time, seventeen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I could have seen it. Like, you know, I'm not sure how steeped in westerns I was at that point. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd seen the biggies, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, right. but I don't know if I'd seen as many of Clint at that point. Oh, yeah. But, okay, fair
0: enough. But just fair to enough.
1: get the references to understand the overall yep. arc of the story. Yeah. But yeah, I've never seen that all the way through. I remember the trailer for it too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, that was that was a bad fucking day. It <laughs> was a bad fucking day.
1: What else did I hate? So, I fell asleep in
0: Hitman. Which one's Hitman?
1: The Oh, the video game one. Video game one? Yeah. <sighs> My two nephews that went, you know, came with us, we we'll both walked out and was like, "That was the greatest movie of all time." And it's like I fell asleep. I was hungover, but I fell asleep. It's rare. Uh, <laughs> I fell asleep in King Kong, the Pete Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will. I don't I, ever need to see that movie again. Well, I was... Uh, it's like one of two times I've been drunk in a theater. Mm. We were drinking... After a show, and then everybody got a wild hair up their ass to go see King Kong. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We went to a midnight showing, oh and me and another God. dude were like, why are we doing this? That's we've a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been drinking for two, three hours already. Oh why are we going to see King Kong? And I fell asleep for a big chunk of it, too. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. No surprise. There was not much to wake up for.
0: I don't care. Anybody listening who loves them, I don't ah. even-
1: I've gone back. I've watched it since, seen what I missed, and watched the movie a second time. And it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's just not. I would argue it's the worst of the remakes of King Kong. What, with the bridges and Faye Dunaway is the other? Is it Faye? No, no, it was Jessica Lang. Jessica Jessica Lang, that's right.
0: But yeah, I like that one better than the Pete Jackson one.
1: Okay. You know, all the CGI was just. (sighs) Oh, I liked the ape. It's just the story and. You know, the original, they didn't show how they got the eight back. So Pete Jackson was like, oh, that's the greatest cheat in movie history. I don't have to do that either. Oh, yeah. You're like, "Ah, they did that because of the limitations of stop motion and budgetary restrictions. You have a blank check. That's a bullshit type
0: uh, of. After Lord of the Rings, you have a blank check. Yeah, exactly. You
1: do. So maybe cut the ice skating. Scene oh fuck! And, that was the one. Man. Yeah, and some of the on the oh. island stuff. And let's just get into the heart of who we give a shit about in this story. I think someone grabbed my arm
0: and kept me from walking out during the after the ice skating scene because I was like, "This is fucking
1: stupid, man." Sadly, I wasn't asleep for that part. <laughs> I was asleep. I fell asleep and woke up right before the he started fighting the dinosaurs, but I missed like a good chunk of the island. <sighs> oh yeah. Uh, plus the
0: Brody and Naomi Watts had little to no chemistry as a romantic yeah. couple in that film Brody's little
1: character. I think no. you can cut entirely. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. That yeah. has no impact on the story. If memory yeah. serves, I'm not going to go back and watch it again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Plus I don't think Naomi's, a, a, you know, I don't, you
0: know, I don't, you don't find her as this kind of femme fatale type thing. It doesn't really, it's not really a natural vibe. So like in Eastern Promises, she's awesome in Eastern Promises. That's the kind of movies that she excels in. But this whole thing where she's the object of effect, desire, effect, like I just, nah, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. I don't sense mm-hmm. her energy in that direction. Not that she can't be for someone, obviously, leave Schreiber married or and all of that. But I'm just saying, I'm sure she doesn't lack for attention, male attention. It's more a matter of like her, right? Like Diana, like I saw the Diana movie. I was like, oh, this is horrible casting. She doesn't exude that. It doesn't, and she's a great actress. It just doesn't, yeah. you know. Some some people are miscast in certain roles, and I thought she was miscast in King Kong, and certainly the Diana movie, for God's sake. So, but she's a great actress, just not the right choices. Diana's kind of tough, though. It is. I don't think anybody can do. I mean, the girl on the woman on the crown, Emma crown. Corrin, she's she the closest. Great. Yeah, closest. Um, I don't sense from the Kristen Stewart trailers I've seen that she's going to do more than do the emo version of Diana and nothing against Kristen Stewart. Like she's been really good in these smaller films that have been coming out recently, but I just, I don't like, I saw the trailer. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is Kristen Stewart doing Diana. This is not Diana. You know, it's like Marilyn okay. Monroe. Nobody can do Marilyn Monroe. I don't care how many people they cast. Nobody can do Marilyn. Nobody has that.
1: I thought, yeah, but give it enough time. It won't matter thing. anymore. So yeah,
0: I know that's the scary truth, Matt. You're absolutely right. As I'm getting older, I'm seeing like new generations pop in who don't care about learning about the past movies. It's kind of scary. Oh, the past stars, they don't have the same reverence, you know?
1: Uh, True. It's just, uh, you know, there's so many now. Like the, some of the pictures from the Met Gala, like this is so so and so and so and so. And I didn't even search those out. And I was like, I don't know who either of those people are. (laughs) I wasn't completely out of touch. I right, knew right. like they posted the, you know, those four picture albums. And there was like, yeah, a chain yeah. Of them And I went through just, just, oh uh, what are the ridiculous outfits that they're putting on? Right. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. There was uh, more than one instance where that happened and one or two where I'm like, I don't know one of these two people. Yeah. 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 But you know, by and large, I knew, still knew most, but there was names where I like, I don't even know what you do. Right. Like, right. Who are, are you? An artist? Are you a musician? Are you an actor? I don't, yeah. I don't have the say if you're an actor, I've got a good shot. Right. Musician. I don't know. They just crop up so quickly now. Thanks to uh, YouTube and social media and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody True. can go from of relevance to, you know, just massive status. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, we're, we're at 36 minutes. We should cut this show we right should. now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Timothy, for that last question. Thanks to everybody who sent in a question today, Lawrence Witt. Uh, and... Uh, oh, no, it was just Lawrence Witt and Tim. It was just two-question day. All right, two-question day. Thank you all so much for sending them in. Thanks to everybody who's been sending in the questions, uh, thoughts, and comments. And please keep sending them in, ladies and gentlemen. We, want, we like to have a surplus, uh, so please keep sending them in. Uh, if you're a patron at the $5 above level, you have access to send in, and the address, I think, is... There on the Patreon, right, Matt?
1: Uh, yes, it is. So head to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 and uh, join us over there. And you can follow the show at top 10 show on Twitter and on Instagram and YouTube. It is forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10. And uh, please follow me at Matt Nost. There you, go. you can follow me at the Roka
0: says on Twitter and on Instagram. And Matt, I discovered this thing where I can up res our video from 720p to 1080p in terms of our intro video. So I'm debuting it now as our end video here on the show. Okay. (laughs) All right. Fantastic. Let's see it. We'll talk to you next time on another episode of topic. Thunder.